to Further Up and Further In. I'm Amy and I'm here with Michelle. Hey Amy, I've had something on my mind a lot lately, so we're going to try to unpack it today. What are we talking about? Drum roll. We, oh, that's a new drum. That, that was a little high pitch, wasn't it? <laughs> there you go. Okay. It was a high p- so what are we talking about today? We are talking about risk. Risk as in the game? No. Because I hate playing games. Please don't tune me out if you love games. I just really don't enjoy games. I like quicker, efficienter games. And apparently risk is not one of those. It is not. So when I'm talking risk, I'm talking like heart is pounding, lump in your throat, real life, stepping out of the comfort zone. There should be a sound effect for that sort of a twilight zone. Stepping out of the comfort zone. <laughs> you get points for trying, Amy. I don't know what that one was. It's that a, wasn't even like. <gasps> it's a risk you I wouldn't mean, have I, taken once upon a time. Anyway. Man, my my sound effects. If you really listen, I have like three. Okay, and I've you know mind what? blown, drum roll, maybe some gasps. So they're all kind of like. But they work, and they're the ones we've got. Exactly. And I hope by now our listeners just feel affection towards us for some of these extras. I really hope so. Yeah. So anyway, here they are. I'm willing to take that risk. Ooh. And taking, you know, doing this podcast in the first place was a risk anyone would listen. So, you know, if it's my sister and your mom, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a solid win. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to talk about risk. Now, we've talked about this in the past before. It comes up in Amy's story. Yep comes up in a few different ways. Hmm. How would we define risk? I think that's important to first figure out what what we mean by it. Like calculated risk, like reckless. What are we talking about when we say risk? A situation involving exposure to danger. Oh, and the second definition is expose someone or something valued to danger, harm, or loss. That one resonates with me a lot. Ooh, okay. This is another really good one. Risk involves uncertainty about the effect and implication of an activity with respect to something that humans value. That is good. So, Amy, there was a time when I first met you. Mm -hmm. Ooh, you are just lit right up. And you would not take risks at all. Like, Anything, like you would take the phrase calculated risk to the, such a degree that actually there was no risk left. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Why? Because part of my story was like, I had to know. Yeah. Or else. Or else I would be shamed. Humiliated. Okay. So this is like a huge factor in understanding. So some of our mm-hmm. listeners are going to be these high risk taking personalities where life is actual death by boredom mm-hmm. if they're not constantly taking risks that would be my son and he frequently does it you know by driving motorcycles up the side of a mountain or something yeah but some of us are like absolutely risk averse and then there's this middle zone where i would bet some of our listeners are like i have no trouble taking risks because they've actually calculated and if it is beyond anything they can calculate or guarantee they just would call it stupid or reckless yeah mm-hmm. so that's not actually risking nope. that's just beforehand deciding whether you can succeed or not and only doing the things you can succeed. So risk would involve we're not sure. We're not sure how it's all going to go down. Uncertainty. (sighs) That's a good sound effect right there. That's exactly what it feels like to me. Yep. So I've been processing some decisions lately that feel like they have an element of risk for me. I don't know 
for sure the outcome. Mm -hmm. So what's the difference between taking a risk and being reckless? I think for me, and what this isn't like a, you know, a very official thought out difference. We're having a conversation. It's okay. good. Good. I just, for all the people that are, <laughs> see, you were about to take a risk there and I, I just know. downgraded it for you. I did. Um, for me, reckless is almost like, a. There's an aspect of like middle finger to uh-huh. something, someone, right? Right. There's like almost a little bit of the rebellion of like, watch, look what I can do. Yeah. You think that's dangerous? Well, yeah. Fingers to you. So it contains a little element of in your face. I'm going to prove I don't care. Right there. I'm going to prove whatever, whatever. Yeah. So that is not what we're talking no. about today because that actually is a whole nother unhealthy thing that we could perhaps unpack in a different episode. Yep. So if it's, I think it's helpful and I never get tired of hearing the story. So if our listeners are tuned in, they get to hear it again. I'm just going to ask you when you realized, you know, you worked through all the shame issues around, I'm never take a risk and repented of the fears attached to that. And then you were like, okay, I'm not actually going to grow in courage unless I intentionally take risks. Yeah. That's the only way we can actually grow our capacity in anything is actually do it. So our listeners might not be like you specifically in terms of what would constitute a risk, but they could ask Jesus what constitutes a risk for them. Yeah. And then ask him what he would like to do. Do you want me to take some risks? So you set yourself a risk challenge. I use you as the epic example of growth every time. (laughs) I just love it so much. So can you tell our listeners again about your risk challenge? Clearly it was an idea from Jesus because on my own, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. But it was like, just a sense for an entire year. Yeah. I had to do myself, right? I didn't have to, but I chose to do one thing that felt risky to me in that week. Yeah. And so in the beginning, what you would consider a risk Maybe I wouldn't consider a risk. That is not the point. Exactly. So your first risks were such as? I think first risks were like texting people and being like, man, you know what? I was thinking and praying for you today because I don't know. There's an uncertainty. I don't know how they'll react. And what would you be risking if they reacted poorly? Well, then it's like, oh, shame, Mm -hmm. right? It's the shame. It's the, oh my goodness, they think badly of me. Oh, now now they don't want to be my friend. Oh, now I'm just an obligation because I put this thing on them. And now they have to figure out how to answer this awkward text. Right? All the things. Yeah. So that was your element of uncertainty, but it wasn't very long before you found out you didn't die. Yep. And just started taking bigger risks. And then what happened? Right? It just, by the end of the year, it felt like my risk capacity was so much bigger that I couldn't actually engineer situations each week that were big enough to where I felt it risky. I love the way you just said that. I couldn't engineer situations, but has Jesus invited you to any risks since then? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because he's going to constantly, the word picture for me is Jesus saying to Peter, get out of the boat, come on the water. Do you trust me that you're not going to drown? Mm-hmm. And it was funny, in that story, Peter kind of wanted to. It was almost like he initiated it a little bit, but then like backed off and Jesus is like, no, come. Yeah. Come. And he did something that has like remained an epic story for 2,000 years. Mm -hmm. In that picture, I don't know if it specifically says it, but how I just picture it is almost like, you know, when you're getting little babies to walk, like you're really close. And then as they walk, you kind of walk backwards. So whenever I read that story, I picture (laughs) Jesus was like really close to the boat. And then as Peter walked, he just kind of like 
walk backwards, even though I think it says like Jesus was walking sure. towards them. But I just see that right in the like, yeah, come on, Peter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not in a torturing, taunting way, but in a like, man, do I ever have an adventure for you? Exactly. Yeah. So here's one thing I know. None of us are going further up and further in without taking risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the risks aren't going to look the same for everyone. So I can't emphasize that enough because when you've told your story, I've seen people go, yeah, whatever. I could send a text and I wouldn't even care. Yeah. Well, I would check yourself on the tone of I yeah. wouldn't even care. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I wouldn't lose any sleep over it is one thing, but that yeah. Yeah. is probably an indicator you're protecting something. Mm-hmm. Get real curious about mm-hmm. that. So how do we know if Jesus is inviting us to take a risk or we just have a crazy idea? Who? How do we know? Hmm. I mean, I think it kind of goes back to those things of like, talk to Jesus, do the Bible, talk to people in your life that hear from Jesus are wise people. And are living bold lives. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a really important thing, right? Because there's people that we know really love Jesus and want to walk faithfully and yet have some of the things that I had. Yep. Very risk averse. And they love Jesus and Jesus loves them. Exactly. But for someone who's like, this might be a crazy idea, go to those people. Mm -hmm. They might be like, yeah, you're right. You should not do that. So I always go to the parable in Matthew 25. Hmm. It freaks me out a little bit that we call it often the parable of the talents or sometimes it's the parable of the three servants. But Jesus is telling this story and he's like, the kingdom of heaven can be like this. And I always kind of like those words, the kingdom of heaven. So you and I believe the kingdom of heaven is now, yeah. right? It's not, it's now and not yet. It's not fully here. If it was fully here, there'd be no more pain, sickness, sorrow, dying. But we see the presence of Jesus here. And mm-hmm. you and I and everyone who's listening to this get to be kingdom of heaven agents. Mm-hmm. As in where we show up partnering with Jesus in brave obedience, vulnerable obedience, the nature characteristics and attributes of God and heaven will become present even here on earth in the middle of things that are broken and messed up. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like, it can be illustrated by this story. Uh, A man is going on a long trip and he gives a sum of money to three servants. One, he gives five to five. It's called talents, but that's like silver, a weight of silver. I one time did the math on this to figure out how much it was in Canadian current money. It was a lot. Okay. It was a lot. It wasn't like a, here's 10 bucks. Yeah. Like thousands and thousands of dollars. Okay. So a significant investment from the master. Or risk. Yeah. On behalf of the master. So he gives one guy five talents. He gives the other guy two and he gives the other guy one. And anybody who went to Sunday school did lots of pictures. I probably did this on flannel graph. Oh yeah. For our older listeners. This is a good one. can Google it. And... The guy who gets the five talents, he invests it and he gets 10. The guy who gets two talents invests it and he get, he ends up with four. The servant who had received one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. Hmm. So Amy, what would it look like for us to dig a hole in the ground? That, that'd be like, okay, this is, this is the gifts. This is what you've given me. This is, you know, the opportunities you've given me. I'm just going to stay here and do nothing. Yeah. So he obviously felt like a significant level of risk attached to doing anything. So I try to think about what does that look like for me, even in the decisions I'm making right now? Mm. Uh, What if I screw everything up by making this decision, taking this risk? I could lose everything that feels safe and comfortable and secure right now. It also has to do with what people will think of me. 
confession time. That was a good sound effect for confession. Yeah. What will people think if I take this risk? What if I do end up with pie on my face? Hmm. It's like, okay, so I can relate. I, we can read this story and go, ah, what an idiot. I mean, clearly it's not a big deal. The other guys doubled their stuff. Why was mm-hmm. he such an idiot? No, when it comes right down to it, when you're the one taking the risk, these are good questions. Yep. I think they're not even questions we should shy away from acknowledging mm-hmm. that we're having. So the master comes back and the servant who doubled his, you know, five bags and has 10, I, I, I grew up with on the flannel graph, it was well done, good and faithful mm. servant, enter into the joy of the Lord, which yeah. I, I want to hear those words, but I want to hear them with no risk. Yeah. That'd be nicer. Right. Like I, just the things that come easily. Because mm-hmm. you know what, Amy, I mean, you know this. I don't need to say it so emphatically. There's things that come easily to all of us. Yep. And you may not think your thing is as cool as other people's things, whatever. There's still stuff that comes easy. Mm-hmm. And that's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. It's awesome that you're doing something with it by all means. But this further up and further in this kingdom of heaven coming in is going to involve you taking risks outside of your comfort zone. Yep. There's no enter into the joy mm-hmm. <laughs> without first the nail biting terror of, am I screwing things up? Yeah. So he gets to the servant with the one bag and the servant is like, master, I knew you were a harsh man harvesting crops you didn't plant, blah, blah, blah. I was afraid I would lose what you gave me. So I hid it. Here's your money back. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't go over super well. He was furious. <laughs> the master replied, you wicked and lazy servant. Yeah. Like the two choices here are take some risks and hear well done, faithful, good and faithful servant or you wicked and lazy yep. servant. I don't want God to say that to me. Yep. And in the message, it says, that's a terrible way to live. It's criminal to live cautiously like that. Oh, Amy. <laughs> it's criminal to live cautiously. Yeah. Why? What makes it so criminal? I'll tell you some thoughts I was having this morning. As I'm thinking about what does it mean to live cautiously right now? There is a seed of the kingdom of God put inside Mm -hmm. of all of us. These translates easily gifts and talents, right? There's stuff that God put inside of all of us. And to live cautiously rather than take the risk is allowing the enemy of my soul to have the last word on my destiny, Mm -hmm. to limit me. To use fear, intimidation, insignificance, shame, pride, all of those things Mm -hmm. to actually limit the expression of, I'm just going to say it boldly, the glory that God has put inside to be released in greater measure, right? Because the guys who said yes had exponential increase. And you and I were talking about how come it doesn't talk about the guy who took no risks and got no returns. Mm -hmm. What if there's always a return on risk? Mm. <gasps> that there's the reason why there's no guy that was like, Hey, I did five and I lost five is because there's always, always some sort of return on risk. So while we would measure with human standards, maybe you send out your text to the person who you're super sketched out about sending it to and they don't respond with, Oh, Amy, I just encountered Jesus. Cause you sent that text. Mm-hmm. We would, in our human thinking, measure, oh, success or failure based on the response we get. Yeah. But if God is prompting you, reach out to this awkward or difficult person and you're obedient to that, there is a spiritual reward already. Mm. We would measure gain and loss by our little accounting standards. Yep. And what we can see. Yep. But (laughs) when you took those risks, you were like fiercely 
Is it okay to say fingering the enemy? Sure. I mean, you were. Yeah. I was watching you, and for yeah. you, this was like a, he's not going to have the last word on my life. Mm-hmm. What if there's exponential increase of the kingdom of heaven coming in mm. because of our obedience? What if that's why there's no failed economic experiment in yeah. this story in the sense of he was given three and he lost them all or he yeah. lost half of them mm-hmm. because there is no losing in the kingdom of heaven when you take a risk with what God's given you. Oh, that is Seriously. worth a mind thing. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that's, yep. It that's makes good. Me, it makes me think again that um, it's first John four. We all sang the song. God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but mm-hmm. of power, love and a sound mind. And it goes on to say that fear is rooted in fear of punishment. Ooh. So if I know that there's no failure, if I'm taking yeah. risks that I believe, right? How can we know? This is part of what makes it a risk. How can I know for sure? Mm-hmm. There was no writing on the wall. Yeah. But every way I know to hear from God and having tested things against his word and in the presence of wise, bold, living believers, if I move forward, I don't have to be afraid of punishment. Yeah. I don't have to be afraid of failure. Oh, that makes me think of Psalm, I think it's 25, where it says, there's no risk of failure with God. That's and every time I read that, yeah, the passion <laughs> translation, but every time I read that, I'm like, oh, I mean, you can fail pretty bad. Yeah. But when you're saying it like that, it's like, okay, oh, okay, the, I see what it's saying. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I really, really like it. So don't be anxious about tomorrow. Mm. It's just, um, it's in Luke somewhere where Jesus says, don't fear little flock. It's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Mm. It's yeah. the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The kingdom coming in, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated like this. Mm-hmm. Take a risk and know that it gives the Father pleasure to release the kingdom of God in and through you. Mm-hmm. So, man, I don't know what sorts of risks people might be facing today, whether they're like courageous steps of reaching out to awkward people, massive life changes. I just want to bless everyone who's listening with the Holy Spirit to come and fill them with fierce courage, that they would take risks mm-hmm. that would yield the Father saying, well done, good and faithful servant, enter into joy. I bless you as you say yes to this adventure and go further up and further in. Mm-hmm.